Welcome to the Carolina Contractor Show with your host, General Contractor Donnie Blanchard. Brought to you by GAF, the world's largest roofing manufacturer. GAF, we protect what matters most. And Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply, providing contractors, home builders, and many others with superior quality roofing products. Goodbye October, hello November, and welcome to another edition of the Carolina Contractor Show. My name is Eric Smith. Across from me, General Contractor Donnie Blanchard. Today's subject, how smart is your house and would you like it to be smarter? And you don't have to send it to some snooty prep school to do it. What I really like about smart devices is that sense of security. Because imagine right now, if you will, visualize everyone, are we together? You're at the beach. You just got there and you're going to be spending a week, 10 days. And you went, did I shut the garage door? I don't know. Did I adjust the thermostat? Did I even lock the doors or leave the lights on that I want on and turn the others off? If you have smart devices in your house, you can do all those things with your smartphone. Now, another thing you can do with your smartphone is you can listen to our show anytime you want. Go to thecarolinacontractor.com. You can download podcasts there on all the subjects we have and listen to them at your own convenience. We talk about the inside, the outside. We talk about roofs and basements and crawl spaces. We talk about siding and windows and plumbing, electrical, all sorts of categories. So the website's the place to start. Also, if you have a question about your house, you can go to the website and click on Ask the Contractor, any question about your house. And it goes to our general contractor, Donnie Bland and he'll answer it. And then sometimes we like to answer a group of questions on a special show. Questions only versions is what we call them. We've also got links to our Facebook and YouTube pages. You can also find us on Instagram. We're up over 7,000 followers there. We we appreciate you following us and listening to the show and, and your loyalty is not unappreciated. So thank you for that. Now, before we get to today's subject about smart homes and smart devices, sometimes we see memes and jokes and they're funny and we send them to somebody that we think can relate because they're in the same business, say. Donnie, for example, saw a very funny meme, and we're going to talk about this, Donnie, get ready, that said, you know, when you hire a cheap electrician, the results can be shocking to you. And Donnie, you kind of ran into a situation where you sent it to someone you thought would laugh and maybe they didn't. I sent it to my electrician and he never responded. So the next day I thought I would follow up with a text and I said, hey, man, that's the greatest pun ever, right? And still no response (laughs) to this day. So I don't know if he just didn't get it or didn't get it. Or didn't like it. I didn't like it, right? Yeah. Again, you can go see that meme at the Facebook site, but find it first at thecarolinacontractor.com. Today's show, the subject is about brains. You wrote up right on my sheet that he gives me every week. It says, we're going to talk about smart things. And then I realized it's an acronym. And we talk about smart devices in our smartphones. We have things in our house that are smart, things in our car. But I learned something before we even started the show today about smart, Donnie. You told me. Yeah, it was uh, smart homes or the word smart's been used for a long time when it's used in this way, but uh, it's actually a technology that started, I'd say, two or three decades ago by IBM. And their goal was to have almost like a preventative troubleshooting method. And it started out with computers, but the acronym stands for self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology. So smart. Do you remember the computers in the nineties when you started your desktop up? Mm -hmm. It looked like the matrix with all the letters and the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first smart technology. And what a computer was trying to do is, uh, just search the hard drive for potential failure. So it would go over uh, the last time that it was booted up and just try to find anything that could potentially crash that computer and uh, and give you that information if you could, in fact, read that code. All right. So on the Carolina Contractor Show, we want to do more than just entertain. We want to educate. 
So next time you look at your phone or, or share it, it's a fun fact you can share with friends and family at breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> Smart self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology. Now, it sounds really geeky to talk of it that way, but what we want to talk about uh, related to that are smart devices and things that you can use in your house and and things like that. Do you remember the first smart house device you ever had? Um, It would probably be the Nest thermostat. Yeah, mine was was a Honeywell, but it was a smart one too. Right. We used to hear a lot about um, the smart thermostats. And then if you see the section in the big box tours, they they came along with light switches and plug-ins and things that would control your lighting and et cetera. But um, I did some research and read some past articles from as much as eight, nine years ago to see what they thought about smart technology then. And they really missed the mark because in 2013, I think it was around a $6 billion industry. Mm -hmm. And by 2021, they projected it to be a $13 billion industry. Well, if you see what really happened and how that shook out, uh, in 2020, it was already a $40 billion industry with the projection to be $63 billion by 2025. And I'd have to admit, because just talking about a thermostat, I had smart thermostat put in. I put them in myself, actually, about 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. and it was cutting edge. It allowed you to pick the five weekdays, the weekend, or all seven days, and I can turn it off. I hope everybody's sitting down for this amazing technology. I can have my thermostat cut on and off twice a day. (laughs) And then 10 years later, you've got your system. And tell them the one thing about movement. Yeah, it will detect movement. So if nobody's in the house for an extended period of time, it'll go ahead and cycle the unit temperature up or down, depending on if you're summer or winter. But yeah, that is a little creepy that it kind of watches you. That thermostat will become self-aware like those self-healing concrete sidewalks, and they will eventually knock on your door one day. Pretty cool thing is uh, my kids actually use it to check the weather in the morning before they get dressed. So it's kind of incorporated into our daily life in more ways than one. And I really like it. It was a little harder to set up uh, than the Nest, but I'll get into that later and why my HVAC system is a little bit different. The devices themselves, Donnie, have come a long way. So let's uh, talk about that, how these systems have changed and, and now they're almost working together, these smart systems. They are. All these manufacturers uh, seem to have the same goal when you read into their product line. For instance, Nest has the thermostat, of course, but they also have their own cameras. Um, Mm -hmm. Ring that uh, we've talked about before, it's the doorbell, but they also have their own cameras for the inside of your house. They have uh, lighting, floodlights and things like that on the outside of the house that you can control. So I think the the common goal for all these tech companies is that they want you to use all their products. So they want you to have uh, all of the stuff that works in compatibility with their system only. And um, one thing, since we got on Ring. Amazon actually bought Ring in February of 2018, and that kind of flew under the radar for the average person. But uh, apparently there was a big court battle with a lot of the big tech giants like Google and Amazon. And uh, I read some of the notes on the uh, court case, and Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon, actually said verbatim that he bought Ring and it was about market position, not technology. So he wasn't necessarily interested in expanding their product line or you know, getting them down the road, technologically mm-hmm. speaking. But he worded it like it's awful hard to catch the leader. And it's kind of sublime how they do it because they're not going to advertise these things. But if you have, I have a ring system uh-huh. and I like it, it works fine. Right. But if you open up, and I'm doing it right now, open up your phone if you have the ring app on your smartphone as we talk about smart things. One of the categories is what's new, and it lists different devices by ring and and things you can buy. Right. Every link goes to where? Amazon. Amazon. So if you want to check that yourself, you might have never wondered why is every product ring selling only going to Amazon? It's not listing a list of retailers. Well, that's again, as you said, Amazon has bought them. Hey, didn't you tell me that Zach got locked out of the house and he used the doorbell one time? Oh my goodness. This is a great story. My wife and I were at work. And my son, who's 15, was at home. He didn't have school that day. Right. He couldn't find his cell phone. So he went out to the front door and he just walked back and forth. 
well, my alarm goes off. So I look at it and I thought, you know, <laughs> he's just being a teenager, weird walking around, but he sits in the rocking chair in front of the ring and just goes back and forth, making sure it's constantly activated. So I opened up my app 50 miles away and said, what are you doing, son? And he goes, I can't find my phone. So he realized he could get in contact with us by activating the ring and communicate back and forth. That's genius. That was. He must have got that from his mama. So let's talk about some of the other uh, categories of where you have smart devices, Donnie. I'll try to consolidate these into just a few, but basically the categories for uh, smart devices in your home go on lighting, temperature, cameras, and then I'll just say door locks, which is pretty broad there. But uh, most of these can be controlled from your smartphone, and that's the attractive feature of that. I mean, we'll get into some other things that aren't necessarily uh, smart products, but you don't want to limit your thing, your smart home devices to things that can only be controlled from your phone. There's a lot of things that you know have independent switches, and it seems like these are all brand new technology items, and so things like that tend to be glitchy. So anything you can hardwire up that will work at, sort of like a smart device, I mm-hmm. recommend that over uh, control from your phone. But there are a lot of these that are absolutely uh absolutely must be controlled you know from a remote location also know what i like about the door locks what is it if your wife says hey my my mom's coming over a couple swipes on your phone and the door's locked (laughs) oh sorry sorry you can't come in try next week nice um i'll just go down the line and, and talk about some of these smart home devices and a lot of these are becoming more common in everybody's house but um the camera, I would say, is is one that's come the furthest because they now have these two-way microphones. And I think we mentioned on the show with Karen on elderly home design last mm-hmm. week that, you know, if you have somebody elderly living in your house and maybe they, you know, lose their cell phone or say you have a teenager at the house, it's awful nice to be able to get on there and just speak to them while they're sitting there in the living room. And, and um, you know, and you can also hear what they need to say as well. So just a, another line of communication. But I think another attractive feature of these is that, uh, for a hundred dollars a year, you basically have a free security system, and I have three or four cameras planted all around my house, so I can tell when anybody activates it uh, motion wise. Mm-hmm. It still hasn't figured the dogs out yet, so my front door camera gets a lot of pictures of my dog. But mine—it's the flag. We have a flag on a right. post, and then certain winds hit it, it'll move it, and it right. fires it off. So yeah, I have the canary system for my cameras, and. Um, I'll get into the uh, whole home Apple system in in a little bit, but the Canary is one of those that's not compatible with any other system. So I'm probably going to have to change my my cameras out eventually to be compatible with the big device that I put in place. Uh, Smart thermostats, we touched on that a moment ago. Mm -hmm. Um, When I got mine, one thing that you have to ask or or check with a heating and air company on is if you have a multi-stage unit. So a multi-stage unit would be sort of like the smart version of heating and air. Um, I have a three-ton unit, for instance, and... When you size a heating and air unit, it's always sized for the hottest day and the coldest day of the year so it can keep up. Well, in spring and fall, you don't necessarily need those three tons to get the temperature where it needs to be. So spring and fall, my system might only use one ton at a time, which is mm-hmm. why you know we heat over 5,000 square feet for a couple hundred dollars a month. And it's just a ridiculous bill there. But uh, the original Nest that I had installed wasn't compatible with a multi-stage unit. Uh, more so than that, we have our upstairs zoned. So, you know, kids have their own zone. Master mm-hmm. bedroom has its own zone. And um, the the first version of the Nest just didn't play nice with my system. Right. However, that new Ecobee, you know, it's got all the kinks worked out and it works perfect. But I actually had to change back to my old thermostat initially. And if you do it yourself, most people know someone who does heating and air. So I have a couple relatives who are very proficient in that area. I basically try to wire it up myself and I take a picture of it and text it to them and say, is this okay? And it's either yes, no, move the red wire to... R or B or something like that. But usually if you give it a whirl, 
you know, you could text a picture of that to somebody that could straighten you out. That's one advantage of smartphones. I take a picture of everything before, during, and after I take it apart right. and have to rebuild it so I can do that. All right, let's move on to uh, lighting. You're you're into this. I, I've really not done right. lighting. Um, well, so basically, uh, and I, this goes without saying, but I recommend changing all your bulbs out through the house to LED. And when I went through that process a while back, um, I think that I don't think that I've replaced any of those bulbs. And um, with kids around the house, we're really bad about cutting lights off when you're supposed to. I actually put motion sensor lights in the pantry and my daughter's closets because those are the ones that God I can't bless, monitor. Man, I know. But um, you know, lighting is much more important than it's ever been because people are spending so much more time at home. And um, just to categorize this, I would say that your kitchen and living room and bedrooms need to be warm light and. Uh, those soft white bulbs uh, kind of resemble what an old light bulb looks like. Whereas in my home office and bathrooms, areas like that, you want to get the um, the brighter, almost resembles a blue light because that is supposed to be a daylight substitute. And uh, the experts say that uh, having something that gives you more daylight, you know, your brain produces mm-hmm. more serotonin. You can sit in that office and be in a better mood for a longer period of time. And I guess that's the goal. Now let's jump over to LED lights. Because yep. one thing I hate about them is they're so bright, they glare, it's mm-hmm. like direct light, so I hated putting them anywhere in our house, right. but now they've kind of the soft, soft that. Yeah. Do you, have you used them, or do you yeah, know them? Yeah, that's what I have. And so my kitchen, living room, um, all those areas, I have the uh, the bulbs that resemble an old-timey bulb, sort of, and I mm-hmm. uh, haven't had to replace any of those. I have a couple of lights that I kind of leave on for night lights, strategically placed through the house, mm-hmm. and um, I, li- I feel bad about saying that because, uh, but I, but it really doesn't cost anything pennies. but pennies to run those all year, and uh, I just leave them on all the time for convenience. Another thing that I do, uh, have you been by uh, in like a fancier neighborhood and they have the gas lanterns outside, so they have yeah, a, yeah, yeah. actually propane that runs and keeps a flame burning pretty much twenty four seven. I've always thought that was the neatest thing, and it looked really good to me. But it's also the most inefficient thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And uh, actually, they came Unless out with you an, smoke a lot. Yeah, right. I've got a lighter handy. Um, they uh, they came out with a LED version of that, and man, it looks exactly like the real thing. So it's it, an LED gas lantern it's bulb. A, it's an LED uh, flickering flame, and it goes in your coach lights on the outside of the house. Oh my lord! So I you, put these. He in. means he means your post lights for yeah. those of us in the room. Oh, we've got coach, coach lights, lights at our house. I've got my pinky out right oh now, but um, I um, wine and cheese. I leave those on all the time as well, and you know when it gets dusk and especially at dark, it's not too much light, but it definitely lights the walkways around the house and that kind of thing, and I. I've just been pleased with those. Hey, what about uh, bathroom fans? I heard that you can actually, the yep. vent fans, you can set those up. Oh, yeah. So they've got the bathroom fans now with uh, light lighting control. You can change the the color of the room. You can uh, connect your Bluetooth to it and use it as a speaker. Um, one of the uh, functional properties that I really like is that it has a humidity sensor now. So uh, it can tell if it's it needs to run a little, uh, the more expensive versions, that is, if mm-hmm. they need to tone down the fan speed or ramp up the fan speed to get rid of that extra humidity. And people often confuse the function of a bath fan to be for smell, but it's really to get that humidity out of the bathroom when you're uh, taking a shower or right. bath. When there's condensation on the walls, yes. you, you needed to have that fan on before that. This right. is the Carolina Contractor Show. We're halfway through this edition. The subject is called SMART. It's an acronym. You think you have a smartphone. It's actually an acronym for self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology. It's extremely sexy. Um, We're talking about items in your house that you can use smart devices with or for and how they connect, whether you should have them all on your phone 
Let's move just slightly outside the house to the garage. Well, I would say that uh, this is probably the least functional smart thing that you can put on your house. And I don't really see any advantages of having a garage door that you can control with your phone unless, you know, you live in a subdivision or say your kids leave out and they leave the garage door open and they just don't think about it. And you can have it right there on your phone and it'll tell you whether it's open or closed. But it's one of those things if you go to the beach for the day uh and you go, did I shut the door? Yep. That to me pays for it when you know you can hit a button and close your garage door if you left it open. For sure. This is probably one of my favorite uh, smart devices, and this Mm -hmm. one's fairly new. A lot of people haven't had this uh, integrated into their system. It's really cool. Yeah. The smart smoke detectors and CO monitors are one of the game changers, I think, because uh, these things can actually double as speakers now. So they Mm -hmm. have those that'll connect to your Wi-Fi. And most houses that you go in today are already hardwired where all the smoke detectors are uh, wired together for code purposes. But this is a way that if you didn't have speakers hardwired into your house, you can actually have speakers throughout the house that play the same music from a central device. And uh, they have some other features too, like a a nightlight incorporated in there. That's kind of nice if you have kids or you just want something uh, in each room so that if you're walking around in the middle of the night or early morning, it helps with that. They've got something similar to the thermostat that you mentioned. They have an occupancy sensor, an ambient light sensor, and even a humidity sensor. So that kind of builds this complete picture mm-hmm. of what's going on in your house. Uh, I'll jump on smart locks. Um, smart locks, like you mentioned, I think that being able to control that with your phone is just something that comes in handy when when you're at work and you think, did I forget to lock the doors? And you can do that right there from your phone. But uh, another feature I really like is that they have uh, sensors as well that work with your Wi-Fi. And if it senses that you're outside of the Wi-Fi network mm-hmm. or gone from the house, rather, it'll go ahead and automatically lock those doors. Uh, you can also have these on a timer where they lock every night at 10 o'clock. Right. So, I mean, how many times have you laid in the bed thinking? Did I lock the doors? Yeah. And of course, it's always the guys that have to go downstairs and right. check on that. We talked about my son when he couldn't find his phone that time and he used the ring system to his advantage. It's also a great way to unlock a door if Mm -hmm. somebody comes home early and they say, hey, I don't have my key. Can you let me in? We are thinking about installing smart locks at our house. I'll stay inside the house and then I'll go back outside. But um, we've talked about this before. They actually have a smart panel monitor that you can have an electrician install on Mm -hmm. your your electrical panel, and it'll tell you where all the energy usage is going throughout the house and learn how to recognize different appliances and fixtures. But um, that's a neat thing if you really are – that concerned about monitoring energy consumption, they also make yeah. individual outlets. For instance, a lot of people put these on their washer to just see how much of a percentage the uh, washer is taken versus other appliances in the house. They make this really neat thing. It's a magnetic device for your dryer, and it detects motion and humidity. So it'll let you know when your clothes are dry or you know if the motion stopped, whichever happens first. And when I read the reviews on it, it it's one of these... Uh, new products, but that still has really good reviews. And uh, they say that it's more accurate than the actual dryer sensor at the exact same task. So your clothes could be dry 10, 15 minutes early on every cycle and you just didn't know it. But if you want to check that out, it's called Smart Dry. Uh, You can look that up online. The last one I want to mention is a smart fence. And it's not what you think because this pertains to pets. Oh, Uh, oh. The, I was thinking kids. Yeah, right. Caesar, you could put the collar on the kid, but you might get a call. Um, eh, you know, Caesar Milan, who did the, um, I can't remember the dog training show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know the guy. He uh, put a uh, couple of a team together that came up with this thing called a geofence, and basically. It's a, um, a an invisible fence for your dog, but you go right there on the app and you can actually draw the fence line out yourself. I'm sure it's a little bit confusing if you have a pet and say you, you go on vacation with the pet, you can take the whole system with you. So if you're in a campground, you could give the dog a confine that he couldn't go beyond with the collar. And I'm sure you- Super portable. Yeah. You have to retrain them uh, when you move locations, but I just think this is a really neat idea. And I think that a lot of folks are going to expand on this and this will be the way of the future. 
All right, let's do some things, Donnie, around the house that you can add that aren't technically smart items, Mm -hmm. but are smart features and things you can do. Yep. You can put timers on all sorts of things. And let's start with the, not a hot water heater, but the water heater. (laughs) The, uh, a water heater on the timer is a really handy thing where, um, you know, it's pretty inexpensive to do this. I do recommend having an electrician do it. You don't really need to heat your water throughout the night. So, you know, say at 11 or 12 o'clock, your hot water. 11 or 12. He did it. He did it. He tried to cover himself, (laughs) but he keeps saying hot water eater. So uh, (laughs) say 11 or 12, you don't need hot water and you just turn that off until five or so in the morning and a a water heater won't have any problem Mm -hmm. heating the water up. Strike uh, two. (laughs) Pretty quick for your morning shower. Um, A freezer alarm is something that I have uh, in my my upright freezer at the house and I think I put it on two years ago and I've had to change the batteries once, Uh but it works just like it's supposed to. It's a $20 item that I definitely recommend because it could save you a thousand. A water alarm and a crawl space. Mm -hmm. If you have a crawl space, you probably don't go down there very much. And a water alarm uh, down there is not a bad idea because it would let you know if you ever had a pipe burst and it would probably let you know uh, well in time to get that handled before it did a lot of extra damage. Um, irrigation that's been around for a long time for central control over that, but basically it just connects to your phone now and that's, come a long, long way in the last three or four years. Um, Skylights with a low E coating. And we did the show with the Velux rep a year and a half ago or so, but he made mention that Skylights had this major overhaul in 2010. So the way that they're made now is far superior to what they had pre-2010. And uh, they actually have those with remote control blinds. We had a lady that we put these in for, and she had four Skylights. And it was beautiful because they were all over the kitchen, let a lot of natural light in. But it was a south-facing uh, roof slope that they were installed on. So she literally lost a use of her kitchen in a house she had been in for 10 years. And when we put those in, she literally called me a month later and thanked me again because basically everybody started hanging out in the kitchen uh, <laughs> since it wasn't 10 degrees hotter than the rest of the house. And don't they have like smart blinds too? Like, they do. Okay. They do. The smart blinds are um, still in the uh, developmental phase, I'll say, because there aren't a lot of people out there that have those. Um, only drawback with a smart blind is they take, uh, I think, D batteries, so mm-hmm. and they claim you only have to replace the batteries every couple years, but just anything that requires big, bulky D batteries, just kind of a turnoff. Do you have an opinion of the windows that have the blinds in between the panes? Yeah, those good, are bad. Fine. No, it's good. I okay. have those on a lot of my uh, exterior doors, and I uh, actually bought an exterior door for a house at the coast and didn't have those, and I actually paid the extra to, to have that swapped out because the privacy feature is nice, it keeps the sun out, mm-hmm. and uh, it works like it's supposed to. All right, well, this is the Carolina Contractor Show. As we get ready to wrap this up, we've been talking about SMART. Donnie, what does SMART stand for? Self-monitoring analysis and reporting technology. So there's lots of things you can incorporate into your house, but let's wrap this up, put a bow on it. What's the big advantage of the home automation, Donnie, in, uh, your, in your opinion? My opinion is um, a big advantage is, is convenience. I mean, that thermostat control uh, when you're, say you have a uh, house at the coast and you want to cool it off before you get there, or when you return from a vacation, you want to cool your house back down before you get home. I think that's something that I've used more than any other uh, smart device. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than convenience, I say time. Um, when you set up a smart home to do what it's supposed to do and you get all these things on a schedule, you know, you get back all those minutes, hours uh, that you spend thinking about those things. Yeah. And I mean, what do we make? Like, a thousand decisions a day and easily the more that you can take out of that you know the more time you get back and uh, somebody who's busy like myself i mean my brain has that many fewer things to think about so i'll take that all day long Um, money is another uh, advantage i'd say that 
just a smart thermostat alone, you save anywhere from 15 to 20% on your utilities. And the uh, the dryer humidity gauge thing that we mentioned, you know, if you cut down, if your dryer uh, is 13% of your energy bill every month and you cut that down to 8%, I know that sounds like a small number, but when you add that up on how much laundry you do for a family yes. of five, that could be a bigger number in the There's end. There's no question that you can visually affect the bill and see the difference by having a lot of these things. I want to go back to the time aspect of it. I hated when I would leave work, had the old mercury switches on the thermostats and you'd, my wife would go to work. I'd go to work. Kids go to school. I'd be pulling in the parking lot at work on a hot summer day and go, I didn't adjust the thermostat. <laughs> it's going to keep the house at 72 for eight hours. Right. And the only people there will be the dogs. And one of the dogs is a wimp and would go under a blanket anyway. Right. So it's all wasted. Hey, uh, the last thing I'll say about the advantage of, a, of home automation is security. You know, those, oh, yeah. I mentioned those Duh. Wi-Fi cameras. I mean, they work just as well as an expensive hardwire system. And I just say that they're a lot easier to use. I mean, how many times did you incorrectly turn the security system on or off or the kids botch that or, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't work like it's supposed to? The cameras are kind of a fail safe. All right. Last question for you, Donnie, is do you have one device that you think is a game changer? Going back to the thermostat, not mm-hmm. to beat a dead horse, but that thermostat is is probably the most significant in terms of a percentage for saving on your utilities. I'd, I'd go with that route. But a lot of people are iPhone users. I'd say for folks who are comfortable with an iPhone, they make something called an Apple HomeKit. I recommend going online and seeing what all is compatible with that before you make the jump. But HomeKit, it's, it's kind of funny because they're compatible with a lot more than any other system. But all of a sudden, they just stopped adding new stuff. And that mm-hmm. kind of tells me that they're working on their own version of all those things. And so uh, that's a great thing. But just right now, you know, the the capabilities are a little bit limited. Uh, for folks who are a little more tech savvy, uh, look up a website called Lutron. It's L-U-T-R-O-N. And Lutron uh, seems to be a bigger name uh, in the smart device field. And, and the good news is they work like they're supposed to. I, I did some research on their product line and just read a lot of reviews uh, that I could get my hands on. And they do everything from switches and wall plates to, you know, full-blown smart commercial building systems. And so if you're really going to get serious, that's a good place to start. All right. Thank you very much. And let's put a bow on this one. If you have questions about your house, be sure to hit the website, thecarolinacontractor.com and click on Ask the Contractor. You can download those past shows also. And if you have a question about some of the smart devices we talked about, feel free to contact us and ask us and we'll try to head you in the right direction or give you second opinions on stuff that you may already be considering or have in your house when it comes to a smart device. If you want to listen to other topics and past shows, hit the website, thecarolinacontractor.com and download them right there. We hope you have a great week and that November is off to a good start for you. We will see you next week on the Carolina Contractor Show. Thanks for listening to the Carolina Contractor Show. Learn more at thecarolinacontractor.com. Brought to you by GAF. We protect what matters most. And Mid-Atlantic Roofing Supply. Providing contractors, home builders, and more with superior quality roofing products. Hey, it's Eric Smith, co-host of the Carolina Contractor Show for SureTop Roofing. A brand new roof is even more affordable than ever. SureTop Roofing, your local GAF Master Elite certified roofer, now offers financing plans for as low as $85 a month. That's probably less than your internet or cell phone bill. With approved credit, you can finance that brand new roof for 10 years at 9.9%, and that includes warranties for up to 50 years. But this offer is only available from SureTop Roofing, so schedule your free estimate at SureTop Roofing. That's SureTopRoofing.com.